It's never too late to talk about it. Or we might talk yes. about pulling out. Sweden more, that's me, that's me. Yo, what it do? This is your boy, Gail and this is Common Conversations. We are back with episode two of Let's Talk Sex, right? So I got my crew with me. Um, we're gonna top it up about a little bit of everything. And as y'all know, typically on our show, anything goes, right? Um, and this is all <laughs> about pleasure, safety, intimacy. Um, but yeah, first I wanna introduce the fam. Thank you for that intro into me speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and if we cut and edit, this would be the time. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and now we chasing flies. Yeah. It was originally on your leg. And it I was, was. About to I like it's all over. I was about over. to interrupt the whole production. Get that off. Okay. My name is Amira <laughs> Young of the Amira Show. Okay. In which we focused on topics around um, sex and sex work. Liberation and empowerment of women and those in the alphabet community. I'm a bisexual, demisexual, and poly woman, and I love talking about sex. Let's get it. Let's get it then. My name is Reese, and I am a PhD student in the School of Public Health. I research pleasure. I am also a part of the alphabet community, and I love talking to people about ways that they can introduce pleasure, not just in sex, but in all areas of their life. Welcome, Reese. Nice. This is like a whole, like, we need to have, like, applaud each other. I mean, it, it was a moment. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, after Thanks every for single person. We can do that. I'm going to throw the applause in the edit. Thank and we'll you. Just boom, done. That would be amazing. All right. Hi, we got features. <laughs> I'm Dr. Ashley Anderson. Um, I'm a women's health nurse practitioner. I have worked as such for the last 15 years. I have a women's health practice here in Louisville, Kentucky called Athena Health and Wellness, where we take mm. care of all the peoples. And and um, my doctoral research was surrounding self-efficacy as it relates to contraception and teenage girls using birth control. So I'm super excited to be here and happy to have this conversation with you lovely people. Oh, welcome. She called it. <laughs> I, I feel a vibe. She called it. Insert Insert Thank you. Mm-hmm. She said See, lovely. I feel so moment. lovely. It's a whole moment. Mm-hmm. This, if, it makes the vibe better, mm-hmm. right? It gives me all... If I was white, I'd be rosy-cheeked right now. Mm. Oh, you're especially almost with them. there. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost white, almost rosy cheeks. Almost cheek. white. <laughs> it's the light, right? That's okay. We got jokes. If you're listening in. Yeah, right. If you're listening, right? You got to go to YouTube to actually see. So hold on. So behind behind curtains, right? Y'all, everybody was getting their makeup did, mm-hmm. um, and y'all came up with stripper names. So if y'all were if y'all were gonna go to if y'all was gonna be in the thing doing the thing, and somebody had dollars, we didn't come up with the stripper names. They chose us. Oh, they chose. Oh. So you don't come up with a stripper name. They choose you. It does. Yes. It does. Let's get it. What's your stripper name? Mine is Spicy Brown. Shout right. out to Tamika because she got the foundation on point, and that's what it's called. And therefore, it chose me. Mm-hmm. I choose Brown. You are a spicy brown. Like you are a spicy brown. Thank you. That's close to foxy brown, so I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley. Oh, so I'm a a blend. I'm a blend. You're a blend. Ooh, yeah. I like that. He's special. You're dynamic. Mm. You're a blend. That's yeah. Dynamic duo. You are mm. dynamic. So we shortened the blend to okay. toasted cappuccino. Toasted cappuccino. Mm-hmm. All right. Can you just imagine you that? Yeah. Like, yeah. We need a stripper pole Sweet. and a coffee shop. There's two yeah. poles over here. They <laughs> need stripper shop. poles, but you know. Yeah, I can't climb. And, we, and our caterer owns a coffee shop. I bet you she let us put a stripper pole in there. Shout out. And we can do a whole stripper pole and stripper pole and cafe. Listen, maybe not a permanent installation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we dragged it in. What's your name, girl? <laughs> My name was Toffee. So I don't even think I've ever had Toffee. What's yeah. Toffee, toffee taste is like? Toffee is good. Oh, it's so, so your homework when like we are done today is for you to go get some toffee. Like Cracker Jack, popcorn, mm-hmm. or something toffee. Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta go get it. So it's sweet it's, and it's warm. Does oh, that make sense? Oh, it's sweet and warm. That's yeah. me. Kind That's like me. Oh. Yeah. 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 You don't see a lot of toffee until like fall and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, oh, yeah, that's right. your it's my season. It's, it's my time. season. Yes. It's your time yes. to shine. What's your stripper name? I didn't have one. You didn't get oh, you, chosen I, I for was, this one. I was one. not chosen. You don't have one. I don't one. get to be a stripper. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm devastated. Hey. No magic mic in, in my future. Damn, I'm so sorry. You Ooh, can't choose your 
Well, no, I'm more of a producer. <laughs> I'm more of a producer and director. So That's y'all strip, fair. I'll film it. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're creating OnlyFans spaces. Let's go. Right, we got a good business model. With the subscription. With the subscription, right? The subscription model is real. And 10%. And 10, and 10 <laughs> That's management. Mm. Oh, so give me more. Okay, we got to raise, raise the vibe, right? How we make money. So, okay, real talk. So we, we, we're going to sit down and we, we, our last episode we were talking, we mentioned intimacy. Um, and so I'm curious, like, in, in the sense of relationships to people, um, what does intimacy mean to you? Because I, I believe it means, like, so many different things to different folks. Um, and I hear a lot of times where they're like, well, men can't be intimate. And women say that. And, and I don't know what it's like in the alphabet world. Mm. right? Um, it's better. It's better. Okay, intimacy is better. Come join the um, dark side. Oh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I like menage a trois. No, I'm just saying. I'm um, <laughs> 30 plus. Oh, 30 plus. I'm sorry. I, I, and I, yes, I have to stay in the adult, the 30 plus adult you range. Know, the reason I say I, I, that it's better and is, especially if you aren't in that community, like, this is a foreign concept because being bisexual is really interesting because you get to see both communities. Like mm. you, you're like standing in the middle of this one that's really this community that's really sex positive and really really affirming and communicative. Right. Yes, and then yeah. you're in the middle of this other community where if you are uh, if you're femme or you're like uh, a femme presenting, it isn't. And or so when I say it's better, I I feel like in the LGBTQ community you there are more conversations had. And sex is a lot less taboo because you start your life with this taboo We're already topic. oppressed and looking for each other to have these conversations. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, like, I don't know. Do you know? Oh, you do know. Let's talk about it. And so maybe that's... T- oh, open. go on, go on. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, what you're saying is, like, people seek out those conversations because you can be more open about it. Like, do you feel like you get that same... Yeah. Yeah. More freedom to be honest and open about those things, you feel like. Right, because we're already different. I mean, we're already living an alternative sexual lifestyle, so moving on from that... The masses. So So maybe that touches more on... Safety. I was first. like, y'all have made him get up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're interested. Yes. I'm ready to get ready. So maybe that touches on safety first. We were kind of discussing a little bit, mm-hmm. like how to come into this conversation, and maybe the tier of our topics should start with safety. Yeah. Um, because searching for those conversations and that kind of safe space to explore and to have those questions and to connect with other people on those levels where you don't feel safe outside of not saying that's the only community like with that kind of I don't know but maybe that would be best going into intimacy and into pleasure because that's where it starts or it should start right but we don't we don't we don't usually start with like we've been talking about consent a lot like what consent looks like what boundaries look like what um what are my own boundaries so i guess there's boundaries all around oh your card says love yourself <laughs> i felt like if i was gonna have it facing this way it should say something but that's smart i mean what you're saying is like creating spaces for vulnerability mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so would you say that you don't think can you have intimacy without feeling safe? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think to be intimate, you have to be open and you have to be vulnerable. And it's hard to do when you don't feel safe. That alone, yeah. Takes so how do, how do we, so, I, you know, and I think it's across the board, right? Because we, we, men want safety as well. Right? Mm-hmm. We want to be able to, I mean, because there's, there's stigma. You know, we ex- women expect men to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. like, I'm, I'm more of an effeminate man sometimes in terms of my female. I, I exist in a world of female energy. At least that's what some of my guy friends we all have the We all have both energies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but then there's that fear of, if I act like this, then I'm going to be disconnected or she's not going to like me or she's going to, or society is going to assume I'm going to. So how do, we, how do we build that safe space? You know, because... But you bring up a really good point because, and I feel like kind of what you're talking about is the freedom to be who you are mm-hmm. and to be loved for being exactly who you are, not having to present in one way or another, but to be holy Miguel. Like someone should accept all of you. And I think that is probably the most beautiful thing about being open and honest about you then you can show up as your true self yeah. and then people can love you or not and, it's, and then you, it's not like you spend a decade living your life faking 
and then reach this point of no yeah. return. You know what I mean? It's like then you should. Yeah. <laughs> we all in therapy now. Yeah, everybody in therapy. Well, you talked about having fear, and if you are experiencing fear, then you're not in a place of safety mm-hmm. because when you are in a safe space, there isn't the fear. Mm-hmm. But I love what you're saying about like just that acceptance mm-hmm. of yourself because that is something that happens in the LGBTQ community that does push those conversations along when it comes to talking about vulnerable topics like you have to accept yourself as living this alternative lifestyle from what mainstream society says and once you accept yourself you can start accepting others and you can be really honest about how that shows up in your life Mm -hmm. agreed gotcha absolutely so uh, go do you feel like you have found that now because you talked about like um, you know, as a man, I have to show up in this way, but then you also seem like you're accepting of that, like, feminine energy that you have as a man, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's crazy because when I was younger, they'd be like, oh, he's metrosexual. And I used mm. to be like, metrosexual is gay. I'm not gay. And then I was like, okay. Which it isn't. Conclusion. They used to say that about Usher all the time. Yeah, then I Usher realized like, that man got more swag than anybody. Yes, so I'm y'all like, better hop what? off his nuts. It was like a term that was like a man that was extremely well groomed and mm. cared about his appearance and like really well put together. Um, so I feel like I hope people pretty boys? say that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was literally the term that was used for pretty boys. It, it was, and so I mean, I, I after a minute I embraced it because I realized, like I said, you know, I, I had both my ears pierced. I had two earrings in both ears before mm-hmm. most people. Oh, you had was their, doing the most. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fly, but I also was a model when I was in, uh, a, a kid, right? So I, mm-hmm. I lived in I lived in two worlds. I lived in the streets and then I lived in the suburbs, and and so I, I wore them well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in the streets I was a pretty boy, and in the other side I was supposed to be. Um, and, and so over time, like there was a struggle at first, right? Cause there were women that I liked and then they was like, yeah, you know, he ain't hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, I probably won't, but I still whip your ass. You know what I mean? But then it was like, okay, I don't want to be that dude. And so over time I figured out, and then I realized like sexually I'm, a, I'm, I, when I began to really enjoy sex and pleasure, it was really about the time that, um, I could voice what I wanted and mm-hmm. what I was really interested in. Um, but that took time, too, because I realized that everybody has to be on this journey together, yeah. right? And so how do you, you know, that Ugh. safety you kind of fall into, together. I think. And I think that's the intimate part, mm-hmm. right? Because intimacy, intimacy for me was about us being able to talk, right? And so it's not talking about sex, but talking about who we are as people, yeah. and what our experiences are. Yeah. Um, and then we can get into those likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. But I learned the women that I've been with was they were already in a discovery mode, right? They were mm. discovering themselves. They were discovering their bodies. And so when we got together, it became that too. And then we could we could find that space. But because we knew each other, it just, yeah. So I, I would say most women made me more comfortable about who I am um, and what I like, what I don't like, and then that explore world. So Of course. Yeah. And I feel that's because, <laughs> of course. Like, duh. We're, we're already oppressed as an entire being. So we get it and understand, we understand how it feels to not be able to explore and then finally break out of that to explore and accept other people for their differences and what they discover through it. The natural nurturing that we have. The natural nurturing. Mm. Holy shit. Right there. <laughs> I'm mad about it. I'm just saying, I'm of course. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Like, I, talk, I talked to this one uh, dude recently and... Um, he doesn't identify as being gay or homosexual or anything like that, but he does love anal sex. Yeah. For him, it's pleasurable. And I'm just like, this is a conversation we need to have because everyone yeah. enjoys taking a shit. So you can't help the body that you have. And you can't, I'm sorry, I just put it like, like that because all people. Of this, do we all enjoy <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Okay, never mind. It's a routine. The, <laughs> pleasure, the pleasure that I feel, or the, the natural pleasure that I feel people experience when it comes through, uh, when it, anal, like anal play or something like that, it, it, that's not only like, um, extended to just like women or yeah. femme presenting folks, you know what I'm saying? And on that tip of safety, hopefully leading into the intimacy, like, 
he doesn't share that with anybody because he's afraid of whatever backlash and things that he'll get from his boys or his dad or people at large. And it just sucks because, again, learning about our bodies and the functions of and the pleasures of could really, like, I feel, release and free a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. And when you said about us coming together— as a community, yeah, like all of us, we we got to come together to agree on, I guess, like you said, the unique things about people, but also some of the standard things that people want to explore and be safe in expressing. Does that make any sense right there? It does. There? Yeah, it does. I think okay. you, you touched on his, like, fear, mm-hmm. which, again, goes back to there's no safety yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, but what's interesting is that he felt comfortable enough to share it with you. So I'm how did you build that intimacy <laughs> with that person? Like, what what was it about you that made you a safe place? And that's what you have to think about when you think about intimacy. Like, <laughs> True. in what ways in this relationship am I making this a safe place so that somebody yeah. can be vulnerable and share those things with me mm-hmm. that are Because, I mean, truly, sex is a vulnerable space. Absolutely. And I think whether we're talking about safety from a space of being able to articulate the things that you like and don't like in the bedroom, whether it's talking about things like testing, like I feel like that's a whole level of safety that we have to talk about. Right. Um, Because. Oh, you are so. When I talk to my patients and they're like, I don't know how to ask him to get tested or her to get tested. Okay, well, if you're not comfortable having that conversation, you shouldn't be comfortable sharing your body. Uh, because yes. that, we need to not do the, oh, I didn't know you had. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like, let's talk about that before because then safety could look different. You know what I mean? Like, if you know one person is positive or something and mm-hmm. you're not, like, how do we manage this relationship sexually to right. keep everybody Because it doesn't safe? have to end. It doesn't have to. Not yeah, there's we definitely just... ways around it. And it's so backwards. Like, we don't want to talk about STDs or getting checkups or anything like that. Listen, but we want to shame you the, the moment, like yeah. you know. <laughs> you want to see paper? That's, I think everybody show, show me the cards. It's the fear. It's the fear that surrounds, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll never have sex with somebody if I have this, mm-hmm. or like, uh, my sexual life is over. Yeah, the stigma and the fear. But I agree with you. I'm like, if you can't have a com- if you can't have the conversation about someone just getting tested, then how are you advocating for your boundaries? Once you're actually having sex mm-hmm. in the bedroom. So you're essentially yeah. starting off your entire relationship on a lie. Yeah. Or yeah. like you're lying by omission or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if you cannot say, hey, I feel like this is going in a direction. When's the last time you got tested? If mm-hmm. you can't have that conversation with a person, yeah. you do not need to put your hands on. I'm like, hey, mom, and going that person, uh, how long does it take you to get it back? <laughs> well, you can come to Athena and we'll get right. together. Well, we're gonna show you the the bottom so that they can book an appointment. 502. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put code. that at the bottom. Thank you. Yeah. As you. a um, transparent moment, um, I actually do have, I thought it was a fly on me. I, oh, it's right there. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Look, squirrel. Squirrel. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> Shout out to the fly. Um, so I actually do, I have contracted genital herpes and I was in a place of like, where do you go from here? It's been suppressed, so I didn't even know, like, there are medications and Mm, things out there to actually, like, assist you in those areas, at least so you first aren't, like, suffering in any Mm -hmm. way. Because I definitely was only thinking about everyone else outside Mm -hmm. of me, but not processing, like... Like a woman? Am I... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thinking of everyone else outside of you? Yeah. Am I a bad person? If I... When is too soon to let this person know? When is it too late? Like, I... And it was weird because I definitely had to go through trial periods of, let me just tell them off the bat. And then let me just kind of wait. <laughs> it was really weird. But thinking about the conversation of um, being open about being tested and status when it comes to your sexual health and stuff, that, that definitely is a part of safety conversations because, of course, you need to know so you can make an educated decision for yourself, whether you want to even be intimate with this person or not, which is not a bad thing at all. Because I used to think like, oh, God. (laughs) You know, I... But, mm mm-hmm. 
I think talking about it too opens up the conversation for other people to talk about it. My first experience. It creates intimacy. Yeah. It does. There you go. Yes. And even in not just like partnership, like relationships in mm-hmm. intimacy, but mm-hmm. like even with your casual partner. Yes. So when I was in college, I uh, slept with a guy mm-hmm. and got, I can't even remember so long ago, but chlamydia or gonorrhea, one okay. of the ones. Mm-hmm. And um, I had never got an STI before, but I knew that I was supposed to tell my partners mm-hmm. and tell my partner, even though this is not a boyfriend, it's not like just a casual yeah. hookup, but it happened. And I knew exactly who it was. And I had I had to contact them for the first time. And I called my aunt and I was like, has this ever happened to you before? Ooh, and like, wee. what do I say? And they're mm-hmm. just like, just be honest and, and say it. So I was too afraid to do it over the phone. <laughs> I reached out to him on Facebook, and this is a Facebook message, oh, like, wow. DM. And I was just like, hey, I just want to let you know. I went to the clinic. I got this. I already got treated, but you might want to go get treated, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I don't know if you have other partners. We were not in a relationship. Yeah. He was so grateful mm-hmm. and thankful that yeah. I said something mm-hmm. because he truly just did not know that he had it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he did it on purpose. And then yeah. he went and got treated. I ran into him years later and he was like, I just want to say that like, I still remember that you told me that and I'm so I like love that. grateful that you could be honest with me. So I, I was like, from that point on, like, this is not a, something scary. And people actually no, are to grateful to this. hear and yeah. know that this is happening. I'll tell you, I told a dude, and he acted like I was handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought we was going to have a future. He was like, how are we going to have kids? I was like, first of all, we, what? We? <laughs> Second, I'm not I'm like, fucked. Like, you'll <laughs> be fine. <laughs> Just weird. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. And I feel the more we normalize, because shit happens. It does. Shit it's, happens. It happens you know? all the time. But if we have these conversations and like kill this taboo mm-hmm. over sex, not just the light, fun side of it, all of the but things. also the dark side, all yeah. of it, yeah. I think that it would definitely lead to I mean, it comes down to having healthier lives, right? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, part, all sex, around, sex mental is a health has too. to be healthy, right? Yeah. So it's a, phys- like I said, this is a spiritual thing for me, right? This is where our souls connect and our bodies go through this journey. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, we have to be healthy in doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've also been married for 21 years, so I haven't had a partner and uh, other partner in God a long time. Okay, 21. Uh, oh, you your marriage can drink now. <laughs> 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 Your marriage can buy a drink at the bar. Salud. <laughs> so I mean, I think it's. I think it's. A, I think we have to talk about that. But even even people who are married have to talk about it. I think people who are single have to talk about it because in marriages, people cheat. Right? People have out or I don't even want to use the word cheat. People have agreements within their marriage, and so they end up having additional partners and things like that. Um, I'm not cheating. That's why I said I retract. Right, 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 but that's people saying. do cheat. But people like there's, also cheat. There's, there's also cheat. How do the yeah. conversations around intimacy change when you're married? So, like, we've been mm. kind of talking about... Um, I've never been married, so just saying. Mm. I, I wonder what it looks like when you're married, because you don't stop talking about it, right? You shouldn't. Yeah. You don't. Um, it evolves, right? Because people evolve. I think marriage is sometimes... I don't know. I have intimate relationships with a little bit of everybody. So even my guy friends, we have really super engaged, intimate relationships mm-hmm. and the things that we talk about. Um, but with marriage, I think as we as people evolve in a relationship, it changes. And sometimes you can, you, I mean, you can disconnect and then reconnect. I think as you grow older, like who I was when I was 18 and 19 with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, you know, who I was at 20, who I was at 30 is different. Sexually, we've evolved, right? And so... Even even in that space, I would like to say we're probably more free in the last ten or fifteen years than we were prior, right? So there was there was there was a level of intimacy that we had not arrived at, yeah, right, to explore who we who we were becoming or who who we were evolving each other into in this yeah. space, right? Um, 
but it, it changes. It's something you have to work at. And then as you get like talking about healthy sex life, right? Women go through menopause, right? Um, men, I, I'm, I'm hearing all these stats where between, yeah, unfortunately, you know, men, men face ED through a variety of things at the yeah. age of 40 on up, right? Dietary things kind of change the way men and women taste. Um, when we're talking about oral sex, so, I mean, I think you have to you have to talk about these things. It's a force, definitely, if you're going to continue to have strong and build relationships. I mean, um, yeah, so it's just, just a wild life. As you evolve, yeah, truly, it changes truly. as you as you, you, you have to work on it and being yeah. open with that. Yeah, I've definitely swallowed my partner and been like, "Bro, you need more broccoli or some shit." Like, <laughs> no, what's happening here? Back on the on the on the what is it? Asparagus? Yeah, this is a check in. Okay, and <laughs> just here to let you know. You know, but I mean, as we talked intimacy, me, you know, I think in terms of being vulnerable is also that's a that's a brave space, not just a safe space, but mm-hmm. being brave to say, hey, you know, um, I want something different mm-hmm. or I'm 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 changing into this. And how can we how do we talk this? And how I think the other part is how do you be for be there for someone else other than yourself? Right. Remove your remove oh, your yeah. want and desires. Mm-hmm. And be there just for what they're going through, and that's hard. That's hard, married or unmarried. I gotta imagine. Um, and so it's it's neat. Like even even you take intimacy right out of the sex realm and having an intimate relationship with my daughter, mm-hmm. right? That's a that's a unique space that's evolving, right? Yeah. You know, because who I am as dad yesterday and who she wants me to be as dad today, we have to learn that. Right. And if we if we as friends or people we sit in a corner and make assumptions. And then we lose that opportunity, right? And then we create unsafe environments. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's 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 a thing. It's 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 a real thing, you know. But I love intimacy. So we need. Let's I talk about sharing. sex yeah. stuff you, all the time. Yeah. Do you feel like you start your intimacy with yourself? Like, how intimate are you with yourself? Oh, I love That's me. A great, a great question. question. Um, I think I'm still discovered. That was probably to Miguel, but <laughs> go on, take you. Skip him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to any to anyone, because like I'm wondering if it just starts with you. I'm still figuring it out. I think it does. Um, I think it does. You live with yourself, and you grow with yourself, like you and your being, and your vessel, and your temple. I do feel it all starts within you, which is why I'm working so hard on shadow work, and I'm in therapy, and I'm masturbating more, and yes. doing all these things. You know what I'm saying? So I do. <laughs> Listen. Masturbation connoisseur right here. Rose, whoever makes the roses, go ahead and sponsor this video. <laughs> so I got a, so this, this may not be a question for y'all. So it's, it, you, said, <laughs> you like masturbate more. So I do yeah. want to tackle the anal conversation about your friend because I have a oh, question yeah. about that. But um, masturbate more. So it, it technically, it can be unhealthy for men to masturbate too much. Can it? Yes. Can it? Says who? I'm, I'm learn- who wrote that? Let the Catholic Google. Church. We got a whole <laughs> laptop. I'll who, Google this shit right who now. Who wrote that? That's at least that's what I'm hearing, Just right? Because it hearing. can it can it can harm intimacy with your mate, right? Because what? right, it's it's nah. I'm, that's what I'm hearing. Um, I was studying. I was Look, looking write at, in the comments if I was looking a bunch of other stuff. Masturbation has harmed intimacy with your yeah, mate. I said too much. <laughs> What's too, too much? much? That's yeah, a good question because she like masturbate more. That's a good question. What's too much? Too much. You have to learn your body and learn yourself. I, I, too, what someone's too much is maybe not somebody else's like enough. Okay. okay. And so there is. That's why I was wondering, like, who's setting the standard? Like, who is right. saying and who you have to do, to do, it do it this shit. much? And if you're not doing it this much, you have to do it more. I, masturbate more is more about um, learn yourself more because okay. you have to start touching yourself to learn how much is too much. Mm-hmm. And then if it is affecting something, you don't know that until you, you know, it. Like <laughs> you, you don't know what much. you know until you know, yeah. but it's learning. What are my levels of, cause my, what my too much or sorry, my, um, what is enough for me might be too much for you or too little for you. Okay. But that okay. intimacy of learning yourself, that's why I was wondering about, like, does it start with you? Yeah. Because I really agree. you I really create think a safe does. space for yourself. Yeah, because it's like until you are aware fully of who you are, what you need, what your desires are, what you would like to explore, you can't articulate that. Yeah. You can't. You can be vulnerable, but it's not, I mean, it's not complete, I guess, if you're not... Mm-hmm really in touch with you. 
So I feel like that's on all levels. What and we're then how can about. you really connect, truly connect and With touch someone with other people? If you don't yeah, know how you. do you, if you yeah. don't know what intimacy mm-hmm. looks like for yourself, which is the same for masturbation, if you don't know what pleasure looks like for yourself, how do you then tell somebody else what you need what you or like enjoy. what that should look like? And exactly. how do you make an open space for somebody else to tell you what you need? And, and also be comfort, comfortable with evolving like yeah. you mentioned like in your relationship as you change as you age as hormones shift yeah things are going to be different you're going to maybe one time enjoy something that you used to not and yeah. vice versa and you have to be comfortable enough to be like all right well you used to do this and it was you know and now you don't like that no more now, what happened mm-hmm. bitch so let me, let me, it happens to your like, libido too because yeah. once you start like getting intimate with yourself you learn how you want to be satisfied. And then you can talk to your partner and it might be different. Like your partner might not want to be satisfied as often as you want to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can say, masturbation actually helps our intimacy and helps our relationship because I'm not badgering you to please me in the times that you don't want to. Your partner get jealous of you masturbating or, or having toys and all that. I have never had a partner that was I've never had a partner that has said that they are not okay with masturbation. Like me masturbating. They should want to watch. Can I watch? <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is no, me being intimate sorry. with myself. I like that for me time. Well, well now 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 question, Just right? So do it. you is there an opportunity or do you extend that to your partner where is a mutual masturbation in that relationship and, and you're vibing in that together? I I love that. I yeah. love that people can do that together. Okay. okay. I have not accomplished that yet. No? To me, master, because I feel I came so late in the game. Yeah, grad school is pretty late in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was your I think I was 22, 23. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Wow. Late. Wow. Because of that, I'm so selfish with it. That's yeah. my time. I need mm. at least two hours. Mm. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. My partner do be like, can we to no sit outside the door like a dog? <laughs> you wait. Smile me. Hey, you you wait next to me. <laughs> I'm but it just I I enjoyed it so much. I got to a point where like if it needs to be done, it needs to be done. I need that release. I need that connection with myself. I need to meditate. I need to ground. It's magic manifest. Oh, like yeah. so, right now. It's all mine, and that's yeah. my situation, and that's my self-care, my time to myself. We may get somewhere, because I'm a freak, but just right now, like, that's like my, my, like my rose. Like, that, yeah. that's us. Like, we can't, I can't, sh- and I don't just rely on the rose. We was talking about the other natural <laughs> toys that we have. One, two, three, four, five. Right. Them, whatever yeah. you need to. The free toys. Yes, the free toys, which <laughs> free toys. it's just with those it takes longer, which is why I need two hours. But, um... I don't even remember the question other than I just, I needed to all to well, myself. Like, I don't want to share again. I think we're talking about like, it can be that personal, private like mm. experience, but it could also, you could bring a partner into Absolutely. masturbation as well. I definitely feel you should. I think that shit's sexy. Yeah. I'm just not there yet. <laughs> like, not there yet. Yeah, I got you. And speaking of, you, th- I found Prime Men's Medical Center website. She Google. Right, like, she right. literally then went over to Google. No, really. this all sounds. This all sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Physical problems when masturbating, friction, burn, and penile fracture. Well, are you grabbing the fuck out of your dick, or are you not using lube? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you, 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 yes, you gotta have a safe place. You gotta have some lube. You gotta have KY. And so well, that's why I think this is. They're Hold relaying on. this to masturbating too much. Well, yeah, because sometimes men don't know how to treat themselves, right? They don't know how to care for them. Think about think about if you're with a mate who can't treat you. Imagine what they're doing to themselves. This is true. No, this is true because one of my friends, bless his fucking soul, thought it was totally normal to use Vaseline for anal sex. So you're right. You, we got to know what's going so on. We what, have, what are you doing? There's a whole education piece that has to come in there, but you were going to say something. Um, well, I was... I don't remember what it was. You oh, oh I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that there are. I've heard that watching porn can affect your intimacy with your partner, mm-hmm. and maybe people are tying in when I watch porn, I masturbate, so masturbation can affect intimacy with yeah. your partner. But maybe it's not the act of masturbation. So it's maybe a combination it's of something else that you're using to masturbate that's affecting the intimacy with your partner. I do full. I think porn is awesome, but I do also think that it can affect intimacy with your partner if you and your partner are not on the same page about what 
that sexual encounter should look yeah, like. Yeah, those agreements, gotcha. what's yeah. realistic for us. Yeah. And that's sh- back to the safety. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so is intimacy it. only sex? Because I feel like we started talking about intimacy and we went deep dive into sex. Because that's what we do, Can, right? That is what <laughs> well, we do, clearly. Really, but let's but talk it is, and it's, it's the not, conversations yeah. and stuff, too. What no, does no, intimacy it, look like to you? Um, in-depth conversations. Flirting safe and unsafe flirting, right? So you can flirt with people and not lead into sex. Mm-hmm. Um, what's unsafe I think, Yeah, what's unsafe flirting? <laughs> you wasn't just going to skate by that. Um, <laughs> when somebody tells you to stop, no, don't, mm. that's unsafe flirting. So like there's, there's, there's touches, like men are taught, well, I don't know if all men are taught this, but when I was in corporate America, we used to go through all this sexual harassment. So we, we used to study body mannerisms and movements. And oh, nice. so there's different that's places where you can touch a person that creates... Um, different, like Hitch. so. There's that's not yeah. unsafe. The flirting, touch on the back, harassment. Yes. Well, and, and <laughs> right? So it's also dominant positioning, right? How people dominate over other folks, right? So you can put your hand in a certain place that says this is a safe, this is sexy, or this is this is a sexual, or this is a dominating position. Like I'm over you, you're beneath me. So there's different ways to touch people, shake hands, the way you shift your hand up, down, left, right, a different position. You put your hand on someone's back. Um, both men and women do it to each other. Men do it to men as well. And so sometimes it's not about sex. It's really about domination. Yeah. Um, so if I don't know if that, that, so I know that was a space. But. you're saying is um, it's the conversations and also the touches and the flirting. And- yeah, it's, 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 it's across the board. I think also it's, um, it's, it's super vulnerable, right? So... I can t- I'll talk about it, in a, I guess, in a non-sexual way because, again, not being gay, my guy friends, we sat down to talk about um, when I, one of my buddies was, was sexually molested, right, who ended up marrying the woman who molested him, which is amazing, um, just that conversation alone. But that's a level of intimacy, right? That's a level of vulnerability that we can share in a room and know that that person's not going to be judged based on what they're sharing. And they need to let, they want to let it out. They, they want to tell somebody regardless of the age and, and know that when they walk out the room, they're not going to feel worse because they're about to relive something, right? And that's something that's not often talked. But I do the same, I have the same conversations with some of my female friends, my women friends. Um, you know, whether, it's, I, think it's, I think it's just, it's that, it's that consistency there. Um, I think being able to also share, like, you know, I'm a very closed person. I can be ambiguous by nature. I would never consider myself a liar. I just don't necessarily give the whole picture most of the time. Um, but that was training, right? So that's a, that's that's childhood trauma. What a military. So, but I think I find it. I find like real security being in rooms with people who I can do that with, right? Um, and know that someone said something the other day. They're like, you're not afraid that someone's going to use your story as a weapon mm-hmm. or your emotions through as a weapon. That's trauma. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. trauma. So I think I think um, it's that. And then friends, like I love hugging. I'm a touchy feely person. Me too. I just got into the habit of yeah. being like, are you a hugger? Yeah. Because yeah. before I was just bring it in, and yeah. I'm like, girl. Post-COVID, you don't know. There's a lot of things that you think about now that you didn't think about for COVID. Everything you're saying to me is safety and vulnerability. So Mm -hmm. I think my definition of intimacy is, like, that safety and vulnerability. Even with, like, I think about the best partners that I've ever had are people that I feel like I can be completely open and honest with. Like whatever mm. thought pops in my head, I could text them and I don't feel like they would be They're uh, not judging. Judging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's the same way with friends, like intimacy with friends. It's like, who can I tell like my deepest, darkest secrets to? Yeah. And that to me is like, that means we have intimacy because I feel safe and I feel like I can be vulnerable with this person. I can be a human with this person and they're not going to judge me. I appreciate that perspective. I really do. Um, I wouldn't have thought of it like that, but I definitely never, I always just paired intimacy with anything having to do with sex, Mm. basically. Um, For me, that was like interchangeable with sex, I guess. So, but I appreciate that because I crave and yearn that. Like even like with my besties, 
I love y'all. <laughs> I don't feel like I can tell them everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I guess I can. So it could be just a mental block in my head. But to me, like, that's what creates my deepest connections. That's what creates my my chosen family. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's what helps me also evolve as a person because I can just get the shit out of my head, yeah. yes. ask questions, mm-hmm. again, without being judged or without being taken around the road, given some... Or be shamed. Yeah, shame, feeling guilty afterwards. Yeah. Like, because I just want to know. Yeah. And in this world, you can't just kind of be ignorant without it coming with some kind of, like, repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's automatically you're this and you're that and you're... We uh, like to label a lot. In oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of like... We categorize naturally, mm-hmm. but... Can we just talk about it? It's like billions of people on this planet. So it's like billions of thought processes happening and billions of where we started thinking about these kinds of things. And I guess, yeah, when it comes to the people closest to me, I want to be... I want to view intimacy in that level. So yeah. I like that a Maybe lot. Maybe you just have to start with having that conversation. So, mm-hmm. like, I... I can be completely open and honest about my period with my friends. Yeah. And that to me, that's intimacy. When you're talking about yeah. like your body bleeding out mm-hmm. or like yeah. you have to use two baby Ripping wipes because within. you're like, your uterus is Girl, dying inside not of you. put no baby wipes on your vagina. Oh, oh thank you, doctor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's no a lot more. going on down there. Okay. But <laughs> like if I can text my friend. Doctor, what? I can't put or, baby wipes on my vagina. I can't do that. Wow, the scent. They're the not chemicals. Like, oh, I get it. If I can build intimacy with my doctor, that where I can say, hey, I'm doing this. Because the doctor's just trying to get me out of the office and get the next one. I'm firing my doctors because they can't be intimate with me. Yes, you should. should. That intimacy should be everywhere. From my perspective, I can't care for you properly. I can't give you the advice that is going to help, you know make something better if I don't know the full gamut of things. I need to know all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So what's intimacy to you, Doc? Outside of the medical Outside perspective. Outside of the clinic, personal, but also, personal. yeah. Personally, um, Let me sell. So I will set the stage, there's the flag again. Um, set the stage by saying I'm very mentally, I have to be stimulated mentally. If Hell you yeah. can't make me think, if you can't challenge me, if you can't intrigue me in some capacity, literally it's never going to work. Um, so for me, intimacy can be conversations. It can be just um, looking at each other. It could be eye contact. Ooh, it could be... Um, oh, yes, yeah. a deep eye contact. Yeah, like, mm, mm-hmm. I know what you think. Yeah, you know what's going on behind them eyes. But I think uh, when I think about, you know, in the space that I'm in today, I feel so innately connected to my partner because I feel like we've had conversations and shared things where I truly know him. He truly knows me. We don't judge one another. And it's like, you be you. I'll be me. I respect you for who you are as a human. You respect me for who I am as a human. You respect my journey. And you love me for that anyway. So for me, like, that is all-encompassing intimacy is just being able to show up as who the hell I am. Yeah. And know that um, I'm free to be that without being judged. And I think when you have that level of vulnerability with a partner, you have the ability to show up like you, not be judged. You're free. And right. in, my, in my space, like, I don't think that you can have sex and be cerebral during the process because you're worried about all of these other things and enjoy it. Like, yeah. there can't be true, true. Be pleasure if you're yeah. not fully present moment. and yeah. just able to be free and be who you are. So, Have you ever read Bell Hooks All About Love? Mm-mm. You Girl, basically Bell just Hooks. Bell Hooks. Oh, you described her, Shout out name. Hooks, her definition yes. of love is what you just talked about. That being invested in somebody else's development. When you're talking about you and your partner, like you share everything, you care about them, and you want to see them grow and be better. It's like you be great, even yes. though it doesn't necessarily have to do with me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm okay being in the back of the room cheering for I'm you. I'm not gonna take it personal or nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like, being that invested being in their development. That is Bell Hooks' definition of love. Mm-hmm. Thanks. In the book all about love. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Put it on my list. Thanks. You can watch that on YouTube. You Let's can go. watch somebody reading Bell like, Hooks All About Love you on YouTube. <laughs> so, so after you get finished watching this, as as we as we're journeying, right? You 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 
and we've talked about pleasure and, and, and I, I run into this conversation a lot. Like I was so I'm gonna preface your your guy friend with, with the, the anal, anal sex. Okay. But I was watching Chicago, Shy, The Shy, or whatever that show is. Like, oh, so okay. I don't usually watch it. And um my guy on there um is in love with a transgender woman, right? Is that how okay? And so they were having a conversation and he was like, I'm not gay, so what is this? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I said, man, yeah, what, what is that? Like, <laughs> you know, so does that have to be labeled? Yeah. I, don't think, I, think, I think that's one of the things that I see as a big difference between love and love, whatever, sex in America and in other countries. I think in other, especially in the Eastern world, energy is a mm-hmm. big thing that people are very aware Absolutely. of. And... I think if most people are honest with themselves, they have been attracted to all kinds of people. Yeah. But we are taught in this world, in this country especially, that only one type of sexual attraction is normal or okay. And accepted. And yeah. accepted, which is why everything else has to be labeled as such. And that's something I horribly disagree with. Is like, I feel you love who you love. You're attracted to who you're attracted to. Because you, there might be just that one dude that walks in the room one day and you're like, ah. That's how I feel about white people. I mean, <laughs> one day there's a white person walking around. That you're gonna be It's one every now and then. I'm like, okay. You just don't know. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like we spend a lot of time labeling mm. stuff mm-hmm. and singling behaviors and people out. That's just not necessary. Got you. Labels are really about power, especially mm. when you think about Thank labels you. and sexuality. They're all really rooted in power. So what you're basically, when somebody has that question about, well, you're a transgender woman and I'm a man, but I'm not gay. What does that look like? It's saying that there's a power dynamic here in relationships, which we do in the U.S. We put a power dynamic. If you're the man, you're in power. And if you're the woman, you're not. And what his curiosity is, is really about who's in power in this relationship when we don't even have to talk about that. Why do it we have to have a power way. dynamic? Let's just come um, together and get shit. It's cracking. you are who you are. I am who I am. And together we are a whole um, so I think that conversation really just leads back to power. Because even in, in heterosexual relationships, there's an inherent power dynamic because we live in a patriarchal society. Got you. Got you. So I was um, reading um, about milking the prostate, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Can you uh, explain more about that? So you basically... Asking for a friend. <laughs> So, what is that? Uh, well, right. I don't so, have a prostate, so like, break it down. So, so men has have this prostate, right? And it's in you know the anus. Um, yeah. And so apparently, if you massage it, um, you can climax from it. Oh, that's what uh, that is. Okay, and so yes. kind of like massaging. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so um, anal pleasure. Anal pleasure. I just never heard right? milking the prostate. <laughs> it's called before. milking like, the it was prostate. Like, like they're like free range. Uh, well, you know, maybe. <laughs> But I mean, so it it goes into that. But I think the stigma of in men, right, related to anal pleasure, stigmatize. Well, you're gay, right? Um, And so now all of a sudden we we've put that in there. So again, boys, men are stopped at really exploring pleasure. Y'all missing out. This is something that you're missing out. Like men, some men have never had orgasm. They Mm -hmm. climax. But they're two different things. Yeah. Right. And so that's a whole different embodiment. Right. And and to set yourself that free and to be that free in a woman. Right. Or your male counterpart. I mean, because realizing that men's men's orgasms are a little different. Right. Um, And you you definitely have to let yourself free to have them. Um, So it's just a thought. Like so having that conversation, I think, again, for your friend is is being is one probably finding men that are more like him, right? And that's a, that's a hard that's a hard conversation. How do you to even maneuver into. that? Yeah, it's a hard conversation. The assumption to weave into. there is only finding those people in the alphabet community. You know what I'm saying? In which that person does not identify as being a part of that community. Yeah. Which I'm not mad about that because I just feel it's a part of your body. And it is pleasure and it is something you enjoy. And the only reason that you can't outwardly enjoy it or explore it even more, or other folks explore it more, is because socialization, and normalization, fear. social con- contracts, um, 
white people, patriarchy, (laughs) white, all these things. It's just a bunch of things that are layered on top of each other to consistently suppress people into making other folks feel comfortable. Well, hopefully hopefully through this conversation, we'll get to do that. Because I will say this. 95% of my male friends are heterosexual. And we have these conversations, right? I maybe, love that. Maybe we're unique in that space. Mm-hmm. We've all had different experiences in our lives. But it's not just for any group of people. Right. So I, I love so, that. Y'all you know, are talking I about think it. it's happening more often than we think. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we hold on to the stigma mm-hmm. and we continue to propagate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I think sometimes so it stops. Even it. Yeah. So I think when we stop it, then we start to see uh, the world differently. Well, we're learning that the world is a little bit bigger than it is. And I think at the same time, for those of us who are a bit more free than the other, we get to share. Mm -hmm. And when we teach, someone else can then say, man, this is an opportunity for me to let go of that shackle. This is the lesson that I learned that's not true Mm -hmm. or doesn't have to be true anymore. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it starts with the individual, though, because... Pleasure is freedom, that freedom mm-hmm. to say, I like this. This feels good to me. It doesn't matter what everybody else says should feel good to me or labels me if this feels good to me. Right. Does it feel good to you? Yes, that's pleasure. And so and we're all different. Starting no with box him. For yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. And for him to just accept that. This is pleasurable for me. That is all that it means. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm gay. It doesn't mean that I'm. It might mean that you're different, but it's period. Like Mm. self, when I think about myself, this is pleasurable. I like that. Moving on. I would love it for it to just end like that for him. Well, no, no, we got to end. Oh, we got to (laughs) end. It no, ends like that for him in this podcast. In this podcast is how For it is. you. That was for you. <laughs> that was for you. You out there. Yeah. We don't know where you are, but. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or whoever, whoever, because yeah, he's not the only one. It's yeah. for everybody. He's definitely not the only one. And I just look forward to us being able to embrace ourselves and each other as just human beings that go through these experiences that don't need the labels, the categories, the The power dynamic. Yeah. The thinking too much on it. Can it just be as simple as I love sex like everywhere and all the holes? Like it don't matter what my gender is or orientation. I said all the holes. Look, I'm done with you. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Do not put yeah, not not all the holes. Some holes are met. Well we're gonna talk about whether some holes holes can on that note my good people um in in 10 seconds is there any is there anything you would like to say um to those who are watching and are listening about what we're what we're talking about and where we go next in this whole world of sex mm. intimacy just go get it okay go get it. <laughs> safely explore explore I'm just going to say and learn and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. This Thank is Common you. Conversations. Safe sex. Oh, talk about safe sex and, and <laughs> intimacy and all those fun things. Hopefully you'll listen <laughs> to the first episode. We've got more coming. Um, and some of them will be interviews. Some of them will be more conversations like this. We hope that we're helping you have more uh, intimacy in your conversations and finding where you're vulnerable and where you can find. Uh, I like the magic word for the day is pleasure. Um, let's get it, let's go, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. This program is supported by the Health Equity Innovation Hub at the University of Louisville. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the funder.